Welcome to the Women Who Code podcast. Just be yourself, value your ideas. Your ideas are so important. You can't imagine how a positive or huge impact can have your ideas for the world. In the Women Who Code Career Nav segment of our show, you'll hear real world advice from people who are currently working in the technology industry and personally know the steps needed to succeed. These talks will include both career advice as well as a look at the industry itself and its practices. Hello and welcome to the Women Who Code podcast. My name is Kat Liao. I'm a social media coordinator at Women Who Code. And today we're joined by Valeria Serpa. She is a front-end developer based in Peru, and she's working on the intersection between technology, programming, and urban resilience at Planning 2050 organization. She has a background as an architect, and recently she has been an intern at U.S. Green Building Council also known as USGBC in Washington, DC, and is working with JavaScript libraries for data visualization. Her experience has allowed her work in organizations from the United States, Switzerland, France, and Peru. She also has knowledge of data analysis, and her work has been recognized by GITOC, UNICITI, and One Young World. So welcome, Valeria. Hi, Kat, thanks. Nice to meet you. You too. Thank you for joining us. My first question for you is, what sparked your interest in the intersection between computer science and urban planning? Thanks for your question. Um, First of all, when I finished um, urban planning and architecture in college school, uh, I like very much the interdisciplinarity between another area that could fit well with urban planning and that could let me develop um, projects related to technology. At the same time, I was collaborating with my brother, who is computer science major. So I find that computer science brings a lot of tools for developing, um, for example, data research projects, um, and at some point, fill some missing gaps in the urban planning studies and architecture. So in that way, I started um, looking for new technologies, new ways of approaching these both patients that I was that I starting I was starting interested in. So I found out many different ways of approaching it, and thanks God I found opportunities in which I apply these skills. And first of all, I I started in the data um, urban data analytics. And and then uh, in the web development, which I'm currently today, and I'm happy to to work in that project. Amazing. And how long have you been in this project currently? Um, I have been in the last project with Planning 2050, approximately two months, but in the whole area of computer science and urban planning, like the last three years, in the last three years. Amazing. And can you tell us about your experience as an intern at USGBC and the impact of sustainable initiatives in the tech industry? Yes, at USGBC was a very great opportunity to work directly in the field of sustainability. It is uh, an organization with um, many branches around the world um, that, for example, first of all, they taught me about the framework and the rating system of leads for communities. 
So in that um, in that area, you can learn more about uh, different topics of sustainability. Like for example, I would like to mention three. One of them is natural systems and ecology, like material resources and energy or greenhouse emissions, which for example, it's a very important topic that it's um, talked nowadays a lot in different conferences um, and fields of sustainability and environmental. Um, so this experience being an intern that um, gave me the opportunity to work with JavaScript um, frameworks, for example, in which I could code uh, visualizations, diagrams that at some point could help to USGBC to show their um, data in a more visual way in their webs um, or in their blogs, for example. So it was a very rewarding experience. And what I take the most from it, it's um, talking with people from the sustainability and uh, about the tech um, impact on, on this area. So that, that networking experiences was the best for me. Thank you for sharing that. And can you talk about your experience leading a multidisciplinary team in Resilience Fund Fellowship Project? Yes, for sure. Um, in the Resilience Fund, well, it was a different area because the Resilience Fund is, um, it's, um, they have um, um, a focus more in the social issues, especially in the social uh, issue of um, crime, citizen insecurity and extortion. But what they look for, and I think they wanted uh, a support was in the, creator, in the creation of a tool a, a mapping tool, interactive maps, for tracking the hotspots uh, of crime and, and especially the citizen insecurity in the public spaces of cities. So I work with an interdisciplinary team of computer scientists and I lead the team of architects and urban planners in the development of this tool. Um, and what I learned the most was, for example, since managing budgets, or the schedule, um, organizing online meetings, and for example, looking for the main skills of each member of my team. Uh, I, I wanted that my team feel comfortable doing their each one of the members their work and also perform what they were specialized in and they feel also comfortable in our main mission who was um, developing this new tool for this um, this so big, big social issue. Wow, that sounds very challenging. So um, are you working with uh, government organizations uh, for that specific topic? Yes, we have talks with um, uh, municipalities and some um, crime observatories research, but also I like that the organ in the organization field um, they give you mentorship support, which I consider is important also. In the tech field, we need to, especially developing these tools, it's important to receive mentorship, to listen from other experts. And at the same time, they want to hear what people from the tech field want to offer to, to the task. So it's important this exchange of uh, information as a learning experience tool for both parts. I'm sure this 
uh, research is going to be really important globally too, that it could potentially help so many different countries. Definitely. This tool was uh, developed for Peru, which is my country. I forgot to mention this. It's my country. I applied this tool for, uh, and mainly I wanted, um, well, my first job was applied to for my country, my community. But of course, this tool can be, this is something amazing from tech. You can mm -hmm. apply to different environments. Yeah. And this is something also the organizations, these organizations wanted from people in the tech field, from people with tech skills. So um, it's a, a lesson I learned from that. Thank you so much for working in this field. It's incredibly important. And how have you navigated the challenges of transferring your skills to the tech industry? And I know you came from architecture background. Yes. Yes, an architecture background with some of my studies um, in my last years of college. Um, the challenges at first is because is when you see an area that is new. For example, I haven't seen a reference in my community, in my country. People who looked at are applying both areas. But with the experiences I started having networking, even with a Google search, you find a community. You find, for example, this community, Women Who Code, in which you see professionals from different fields. I started seeing people that are doing this, this um, interdisciplinarity between both areas or many other areas. Uh, that is an important lesson I learned to uh, look um, around the world. You can see uh, many inspiration. You can, even in your work, uh, or for example, when you started working in these projects with these organizations, or even starting from volunteer, I started from volunteer projects. Um, you started um, meeting more. And at the same time, you started inspiring others because people can also in your in your community, in your or in, in your work field, start asking you questions about how you um, work in this intersection, what tools can I should I learn for do it. So that's are the that I think that was the main challenge. Then. The, the main challenge when I started, mm -hmm. but in I'm happy that nowadays I see more references, and I also I can um, I'm answering questions from my friends and people in my field. I feel happy to also create a more bigger community in this area. Yeah, and I think your passion really shows because I see you as a self-starter and someone who is kind of trailblazing the way in this area. And I know there are people in the world from architecture background that want to go into tech. So you're a wonderful resource for someone looking for that. Thank you. Thank you so much. I see many examples from people, architects that are working in the metaverse, architects that are want to learn about data science, uh, some architects doing web development. It's a, it's, it's so, I'm so happy that and not only even architecture, other, other careers, they want to use trans. They ask about transferable skills. What transferable skills should I use to to enter in the tech industry? So mm -hmm. this is also good. And that communities like as women who code um, welcome us to to the community, and and they give you like for example information from the videos, from podcasts, 
it's uh, important for us from people with a non-traditional tech or engineering background to learn from, from the community. Right, because it's like a total change of mindset and perspective. Definitely. So my next question for you is, how have you approached self-teaching and continuing your education in your career development? Um, Self-teaching was so important. From even I have learned in the tech field, you have to watch, uh, it depends. You, You have to, first of all, practice the code by yourself, look for tutorials, videos, or the way but it's uh, sweets better for for each one. So self-teaching, uh, especially when you don't have this um, engineering or computer science background, is important for uh, little by little from the beginning I started. First of all, how to code, choose your programming language, choose the pathway you want to, to follow in tech or even how to, one challenge also we have is how can we use our transferable skills and our background to at some point mix with this um, engineering computer science uh, field. So self-taught for me was so important. I recommend so much uh, to, to people who are starting in this field or want to transition or pivot um, to do self-teaching um, and always think in, in the importance of continuing education because in this area, you never stop to learn. There is some so, uh, always something new to learn. And also as technology is evolving like so fast, it's important to keep, to maintain updated with the latest, um, the latest technologies that are coming to the, to the world. But also it's important to, I will recommend to manage a balance because I know this can be overwhelming from the beginning. It's, you see a lot of information available. You want to do a lot of projects, but it's important also to um, take care about your uh, mental health, your emotions in this process, because Mm -hmm. I know it can be hard. Also, there are thoughts that, okay, I am changing my career, but should I leave what I have learned in the past, I don't know, five years, seven years? No, my, my opinion is uh, you can keep what you have done before, um, but also maintain or look for that balance in your life. Because because of the end, if you put effort, you use responsibility, and these opportunities are always, especially with uh, in the tech field, you you can like do this um follow this career transition and and at the same time be good with yourself and with your mental health definitely um, so what uh initially drew you into transitioning your career despite knowing that it would change so much part of your life it was a mix of different things seeing my brother's work i think it was by lucky <laughs> at, at the moment, seeing my brother's uh, research project. Um, also looking intern- into the internet um, about if there are projects uh, between these both uh, areas and um, the networking experiences for sure. Talking with people, 
talking, talking with people, saying my ideas, what do you think about it? Uh, talking with, also with professionals in the computer science field. Do you see an impact between sustainability and tech field? What do you think about this tool? I think was a very research and asking process that led me to, to start thinking in these areas. And also it was at some point crazy because I thought, okay, I don't have references in there. Maybe I can start something. But if I in the process fail, I will learn from the experience definitely. And I will have a new approach for urban planning and architecture. So it was a very research process, but the main, my main advice is to is that you are not alone. In the area, you want to mix, to transition, you want to combine, you're I don't know, a lawyer, a doctor, you want to combine with tech, use the tech skills, learn tech, programming. Uh, if you're not alone, because there is a community that would like to support you, and there are organizations that are interested in what are these tech um, uh, impacts in, in the field. So, yeah, it's um, a very like going into different um, thoughts and talking with people process. Mm. So it sounds like being proactive of networking and building your community for yourself. Definitely. It's so important to, to join communities, to talk to people, listen even. I have learned a lot from listening videos uh, from women who code, from videos in my Google research, and, and also talking with, with persons uh, in, my, in my area also or in or in the computer science field also. So mm -hmm. was uh, this was so rewarding experience and made me feel that I'm not alone in, in this field. <laughs> that maybe these crazy ideas at some point could have a, a positive impact in my community, which make mm -hmm. me happy about that. Yeah. It sounds like you're so passionate about this, not just for yourself, but for the world. And so... That is very amazing. Um, and how important is mentorship in your personal and professional growth to you? Uh, what's so important mentorship? I remember my first mentors were, uh, well, first of all, my brother, <laughs> who I asked him about um, the computer science field. Uh, but secondly, I started joining some mentorship um, programs in which I meet, or even in the networking events, I find I found a mentor who I talk about these these questions I have about the transition. If I could have an opportunity to develop this, or even if you are joining a class, a programming class, or you see a tutorial and you could ask the 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 instructor, the 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 person who who is. Uh, um, teaching you code about uh, different questions, career uh, transition, um, your ideas of future projects. And this, in this mentorship experiences, you can learn a lot from the other person, but at the same time, the mentor can learn from you too. So it's uh, coming back to the importance of networking events in the, in the mentorship opportunities I had, I could learn a lot 
um, career advice, especially. And I don't know, I feel like it was a very, I feel like I was part of a community and that it's very welcoming to, to different professionals and different ideas. Exactly. And despite the pandemic, for example, the online community will always be there. So would you say, um, how much percentage is online and in-person for you, for your network? For my network, um, I would say it's like 70% online, the majority of percent online, 30% is in-person. In Peru, the pandemic was, um, the quarantine was long. So the majority of, of, of opportunities I took was were online, mm-hmm. but also there are like there are sometimes meetups in college in computer science faculties organize meetups, um, and you can or Google um, Google students programs organize these meetups, and you can join. I like that. I like this welcoming that mm-hmm. are free for anyone who is interested in tech and. You, you don't need to, to be a student to join this meeting or even online. It's that uh, they're open to anyone who are interested in learning or speak more about the area. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, and what advice would you give to women looking to enter the tech industry and pursue a career at the intersection of computer science and urban planning? Mm, thank you for your question. I like so much this question. Because I want to, I always like to see this 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 question when I listen in a podcast. Um, my advice for women in entering the tech field and in the intersection of computer science and urban planning is just be yourself, value your ideas. Your ideas are so important. You can't imagine how how a positive or huge impact can have your ideas for the world. And and to remember that anyone, that everyone are different and we can support, we can support, we can um, have a positive impact to the tech field um, with it regarding our backgrounds. And my other advice is to value your, your lessons learned during the past years. You can use these transferable skills in the computer science and tech field, and you can bring new ideas and new refreshing new ideas for a project. So um, never stop asking questions, joining networking events, looking for a mentor. It's, it's, it's so important. I, I know people from different, um, in, even with a lot of years in the working place, um, they have they look for a mentor sometimes. So so it's important that too. And also be um, be patient and don't stress in this process. Because if you work hard, if you do your best, at the end, you all do your effort will have a rewarding. And you and you could work in the new in this, in what you want to work. And also um other thing as final is that in the in the in this in the recent years there are new uh, uh, career modern careers like um jobs roles that are creating 
So you can ha you will have eventually your opportunity to 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 show these skills you have learned in the past, and um, also um, great for innovating and open doors for others who are coming. So it's important that flexibility, that um, innovation that the tech area yeah, gives to us. Uh, so keep going, keep going because you will have your your opportunity. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for your kind words. And I know that if a student or someone just starting out in the tech field is listening to that, it is incredibly helpful because it is so easy to feel lost and alone. But it sounds like what you're saying is you are not alone and there is a community out there 100%. You just have to take the extra step and find them. Absolutely. There is a community very very happy to welcome new ideas and new and new personalities, which is so, so good for the tech community to have more diversity. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of your wise words. And I wish you all the amazing luck and the best that you can give into your projects because your work sounds extremely productive and beneficial to the world and especially for Peru. So thank you so thank much you for your so time. Fun. Thank you so much, Kat. I am so happy given this podcast, talking with you and learning also. So if anyone is interested in contacting me and talking more about these topics or you have a question, feel free to look um, and search in Twitter. My, my user is Val underscore Cervasala. Uh, my LinkedIn, I am as a V Serpasalas, and our Instagram, val.serpasalas. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Women Who Code podcast. To find out more about our mission and the work we do across the tech industry, visit our website, womenwhocode.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Women Who Code. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel with hundreds of hours of free educational videos. Just go to youtube.com backslash Women Who Code. Thanks again for listening. And remember to subscribe, rate, and comment.